Yo, yo, yo. All right. So what's up, everybody? So today, you know what time it is. Today is, um, actually today is Easter. Of all days, it's Easter. It's about 10, 15 at night. Um, just right now, leaving the movie theaters. Of course, you know how to watch Godzilla vs. Kong. Again, this is my second time in the theaters. And I think I'm going to leave it there for the theaters because I, I've done my part. I, I've done I've done more than my part. I mean, maybe I could get HBO Max and just watch it at home. But I'm probably going to buy uh, the God Delivers Kong on iTunes whenever it drops, probably in a few months. So there's no point in me getting on HBO Max. And basically, yeah, I, I think I've done my turn. So two times... In the theaters, and seeing as we're in the pandemic, I did it IMAX, so I did it big. So that guy to count for at least a double shot right there. And then I, I went, just went for a regular, a regular viewing. Actually, it's a Cinemark experience. I was going to go to this local theater by my house, but I couldn't get tickets there. So, but that's besides the point. That's regardless. I've seen the movie twice in theaters, and... I want to get vaccinated first, first and foremost, and I want to get, um, you know, just some stuff. Not, I mean, maybe I'll see it a third time. Maybe if I give me like two weeks or week, maybe if if I get the time, not, not that I'm hungry for money, but I mean, I, I just got several things on my plate right now and I kind of want to. I kind of want to savor the flavor. I mean, King of the Monsters, I've seen three times, which I think was probably once more than I should have in the theaters. But that's regardless. I mean, now that I've seen it a second time, I kind of was I kind of was leaning one way after I saw it the first time. But the second time through, I think I really enjoyed it a little bit more. Once I took away... You know, because there's always a surprise. You don't know what you're getting. And before I get into talking about Godzilla vs. Kong, because I, I want to talk about it. And I may run this episode. I may even run the next episode. You know, it might be a purely Godzilla talking theories. And, and of course, we're going to get to more Godzilla, Kong, Kaiju, Monsterverse, Legendary, Warner Brothers. Well, hopefully not Warner Brothers anymore. But hopefully we get a few more of these movies. out of this deal. Now, before anything happens, before I go far, I mean, I guess, if you haven't seen it, tune out, whatever the case may be. I don't really give a shit about a spoiler warning, but, I mean, it's, I'm a, I, I was gonna do, I did some predicts the last one, and all my predicts were off. And maybe I should just not predict shit, because I'm not good at it. But, let's get into it. So, like I said, I seen it once, and I was leaning one way towards it, and uh, I seen it again, and I'm leaning another way towards it. I kind of feel like the movie, as a straight up a Godzilla, a fighter action movie, it, to me, it's really good. You know, I just had this idea the first time I seen it. I was like, okay, I knew. We were getting Mechagodzilla, and perhaps I bit too much off of the prediction, but I kind of wanted Mechagodzilla to be a little bit more involved in the movie. I think they built him up. I mean, it was a slow burn, and then they kind of killed him off kind of quickly, even though he was kicking ass. And actually, to me, he was one of the better parts of the movie. He actually was one of the stronger parts of the movie. I think he... Mechagodzilla's portrayal using Ghidorah as the catalyst to push him forward. You know, that's kind of an interesting take. And I I kind of get how they got to that because if you look at Pacific Rim, there's a lot of, okay. So upon initiative, let me just, 
the movie reminds me a lot of the original the OG Pacific Rim. Like, it kind of nuzzled up around the same basic kind of concept. Um, but, I, again, at the same time, it did. It's not It's not a Pacific Rim movie. No, it's nowhere near close to it. But there is, there is an intertwining of ideas there. You know, especially the you know, the Neuralink handshake that goes on in Pacific Rim. There's kind of, there was something similar to that in this movie as well. That I was kind of thinking, like, huh, did, did, did it make sense? But it... Wow, as I yawn. Yeah, it's about 10.30 past my bedtime, but I had to come sneak one in before, you know, this week gets busy. And I might not get back to watching it. But, anyways, maybe I should start at the beginning. So, Kong... I'm all over the place. I, I just watched it, and I, now I'm like, my head is like wrapping my head. My my head is now wrapping around what I've seen, and now that I've seen it twice, I picked out some nuggets of things that you know go on. Uh, so, like I said, they Kong versus Godzilla. Let's start from the beginning. Let me walk you through the movie a little bit. So, Kong's on Skull Island, obviously. I guess Monarch set up a containment. I think that's the word they use. A containment force field around him, sheltering him from, or actually dampering. I'm I'm assuming they they were dampering his his you know his his calls and his habits, and that way Godzilla couldn't couldn't pinpoint him or didn't know he was awake. So they do, so they, that's how, you know, that's how the movie starts. They find out that he's in a, in a containment area on Skull Island, somewhere on Skull Island. But, I mean, I guess the containment's huge. And, the, you know, they tell you that, you know, you know, him and, him and, him and Godzilla are not going to get along. They're going to kill each other. And this was the best solution, you know, up front. And actually, they show Godzilla running around the world, I guess, killing other alpha predators that were not falling in the line. Uh, he did it, defeated so many in Kong. Same thing on Skull Island. He was whipping up everybody, so eventually they were going to crash course. That's explained. So Now, it flashes forward to, I think... Godzilla rolls up on Apex because they're developing. Apex is developing Mechagodzilla. Apex is basically like what you would say, what you would consider like they're not a shady government group, but they're they're a really big tech company and they're developing robotics. Apex they kind of play the role of. They try to come up with a solution to Godzilla, but the solution kind of like backfires on them a little bit. They're not, I don't believe the whole company was villainous. They were not, their goal, I don't believe, was to kill off humanity. That's not their goal. Their goal was to try to kill off Godzilla, which is, which was going to leave me, I'm going to talk a little bit about this more as just before where I think this is going to go, how things can go. So, they're developing some shit. And anyways, Godzilla rolls up on him. Uh, He rolls up on their little uh, Apex facility headquarters in Florida and he fucks them up. And that sets off a chain of events where they're like, the governments of the world are like, what what if Godzilla is out of control? This and that and the other thing. The dude, I think it's Alexander Hawkins or something like that. I don't know what his name was. I can't think of it at the moment. He goes and tracks down this guy who's a hollow earth theory specialist. Like he's like, uh, he wrote some books about it. He's the foremost leading expert on the hollow earth. He tells him that he's building something to, a weapon to, you know, combat Godzilla. And he needs the energy from the hollow earth. 
you know, to power it. And basically, he convinces him, like, hey, like, go down there. We need a, we need a tour guide. And that, that, that idea that the plan is hatched, okay, well, if they can get Kong to lead the way, they can, you know, get into the Hollow Earth and, and with the guide. And so they're not just down there aimlessly. So that's the plan. And I, they, everybody's in agreement with this. They needed to move Kong from Skull Island because the containment wasn't going to hold them more. Okay, send him to the Hollow Earth. He'll... He'll be free of Godzilla, and then and he'll basically, you know, he could lead the way to this power source. Which okay, like I said, okay, like so the, they they go and get Kong, and they don't even say how they get Kong. Get him, which is it's an okay. I'm okay with that. Like I like the little nod to again Kong's in chains on a boat. That's one thing that's that's a, a lighting. There's a kind of a lot of throwback to the old Godzilla Kong movies. Uh, okay. Anyways, I got cut off there for a second. So I like the. There's a lot of little nods, to, like I said, to the old Godzilla Kong movies, and you know, Kong being in chains is one of the main things on a boat. Nonetheless, is basically. They've done that to him. I don't know how many. So it was kind of cool to see him again in chains on a boat. You know, because they hadn't done that with this new version of Kong. Anyways. So they had that. They had him on a boat on a chain. And they're trying to send him to Antarctica. But the, the, my main, one of my main flaws is I. Eventually they thought, okay. Let's fly him to Antarctica after, after, afterwards. But that, this should have been avoided from the jump. Anyways. And I get it, Mexican movies. Godzilla tracks down Kong and the military escort that he's rolling with. And basically, you know, they they tussle on the water. Now, the water scene, I'm going to call it the midday ocean water scene, is their first meeting. Obviously, that's their first tussle. I think it was a good, you know, that's the one that's hyped up on the previews. I think it was a good, I think it was a good, there's a lot of good stuff in there. Like there was a little, the little nod to Kong and Chains that, you know, Godzilla's also a little bit more, there's a little nod to Jaws there as well. And a lot of people keep putting that Jaws and Godzilla comparison from a, a while ago. And it was kind of cool to see it. Like actually represented in a movie, and also that's also in Zilla the '99 or whatever the 2000 Zilla, where he drags down the three boats. But this one, it wasn't three fishing boats. This one was a full on, a half of a helicarrier. So I like that knot as well. There's just some little things that like, kind of remind you of some of these old things. Um, yeah, it was good to see. It's good to see some underwater Godzilla action because that's in a lot of the old, you know, Godzillas, especially like Godzilla Final Wars or whatever. He's like in the water sometimes fighting. Um, and against, you know, the crab, he he's in the water fighting as well. There's just some good, some good imagery there. Now, the fight itself, I, I actually thought Kong... Outside of the fact that Godzilla wrapped him up, I think he wrapped him up somehow and started dragging him down. I think Kong won round one. Basically, I mean, they could have fought longer, but eventually Godzilla would have won that fight. But I think their little their little first overall tussle, I think Kong won. Uh, he socked Godzilla right in the jaw, threw him overboard, threw a plane at him. My favorite part of the whole thing was he headbutted the shit out of Godzilla underwater and fucking, like, knocked him out for a cool second. I don't know if a lot of people noticed that. Like, 
these are little things like that on the second go around I picked up I was like okay like that that was a head you know how hard you have to hit somebody I mean I don't know if you've ever swam underwater but you can't fucking throw a punch with force underwater let alone generate enough force to fucking you know head I mean that headbutt was insane that was some wild shit uh, the headbutt, you know, and then uh, Godzilla blasting from underwater. That's you know that was shown in the trailers, but that was actually cool to see. He was also doing a fucking an alligator death roll. That was dope as fuck. You know, there was a lot of good shit about that underwater scene, and then the play dead, playing dead, Kong playing dead. Well, I don't think he was really playing dead. He was just fucking exhausted. You know, but playing dead, that, that's something that Kong did in the original Kong vs. Godzilla. And something that I was like, I wanted to know if they were going to bring that into it. And they did. And and there's some other... The only one thing that I guess I was... You know, they didn't give Kong electricity. Which I actually thought they might have towards the end, but they didn't. But it may, it may be a possibility later on in other movies perhaps but okay anyway so they they tussle Godzilla boogies when she thinks that Kong is there now see Godzilla's not smart in this movie too much he's just a brute uh, he got outwitted by the humans and Kong and just swam away because he thought everybody was dead <laughs> so that's how they that's how that ends now they hatched the plan, like, okay, well, we'll fly Kong to Antarctica and get him on this fucking Hollow Earth mission. Like, we'll get him there before Godzilla has a chance to react. Now, at the same time, Millie Bobby Brown, uh, her name is something Russell, Emma Russell, or uh, not Emma Russell, but I don't know which Russell. Uh, the kid from Deadpool, and then the other guy who is like the eight, he works for Apex. He's some sort of, he runs the TPP that has something, uh, the TPP podcast or the TP podcast. It's the Truth Project podcast or something. At the Truth Kaiju podcast. I don't know. It's not TKP, it's TPP, I think. He uh he makes his prayer and then anyway they go they they're on a mission to find out what's going on with Apex why Godzilla attacked there this that and the other thing and they get to Apex and then they get they get down and they find out at sub level thirty three that you know they're developing all kinds of shit or actually they have skull crawler eggs which is interesting because I thought Kong wiped out the skull skull crawlers but apparently they found eggs. Which is no big deal because Monarch is everywhere. So I'm, I'm assuming that they dug around Skull Island, you know, thoroughly and they came across some shit. You know, maybe perhaps they exist elsewhere too, you know, in some other remote areas. So they got these scroll color eggs and they don't know what's going on, you know. So, But they end up, they're on this like high speed monorail that's going like six or seven hundred miles an hour. And they're zooming from Florida all the way to Hong Kong. In their own like hollow earth light rail type of shit. Which to me is kind of cool. Because I kind of feel like. The Japanese and the Chinese are already there. And so this was nothing new for them to get it that way. So that they they get zapped out of Florida. Once they get there and they get sent over to Hong Kong. At which point they basically they become aware of Mechagodzilla like his arrival was dope but he wasn't he didn't have enough juice and not enough so that's they had sent this is how the plan got sent they were gonna go to the hollow world to go get the power source that was down there to power Mechagodzilla to defeat Godzilla and this is how all of the story gets wrapped up that's the the how the who what when where and why of the whole hollow earth and everything that's going on down there. 
Now, with all that said, Mechagodzilla's, you know, present is actually he's actually really cool. I thought it was going to be look cheesy, you know, because you're all you're always worried about that. But I knew Mechagodzilla was going to be hard once they finally teased his look just before the movie came out. And then when I seen it the first time, I was highly impressed. Uh, and his his movements were great as well. Like, so that was cool. And then seeing him fuck up a skull crawler literally in seconds, uh, I knew right then and there Godzilla was gonna have problems. But he ran out of juice, and they were like, "Damn, well they gotta get this juice from the Hollow Earth." And basically, you know, that's what that's what they they did. They they get to Hollow Earth. They go down. They they tell well they don't teleport, but they. They get to Antarctica. Kong goes into the hole. They tell they tell him his family's down there, but whatever. So they get down there. Uh, that scene is cool too, because it kind of reminds me of like, like Guardians of the Galaxy a little bit, like with all the lights and everything. Actually, th- this movie was really colorful. I really liked the color. It wasn't dark at any given point, and even the dark scenes were actually bright. With neon and and most of the movie was a bright color. And I liked I liked the visual look of it. The first one was way too dark. The last one had enough color, but I think they could have done better. And this one did a fantastic job with the color. And I thought I liked that they were like, "Well, fuck it. This movie is out of bounds and out of control. Anyways, we might as well fucking have them having." Have Kong have a glowing blue axe and have Mechagodzilla shoot a giant red laser and Godzilla just be blue the whole time. And have and have it set in Hong Kong, which is lit up like Las Vegas. You know, so I think they were like, well, fuck it. Like, you know, and even in the Hollow Earth, it's kind of bright. You know, there's blue rocks down there. I don't know what else to say, but. So they get that they get down to Hollow Earth and. You know, the Warbats made a quick presence and they were just defeated immediately by Kong. And they get they get down to, I guess, where it's like Kong's temple. Like Godzilla had his temple, Kong has his. And I believe... I know that they would say that there was a war between the Kongs and Godzillas, but I believe that... Obviously, Kongs have defeated multiple Godzillas because they had multiple dorsal fins. I don't think it was just one Godzilla. It was probably a handful to probably a couple hundred Kongs. It must have been mismatched, you know, at one point. And then the axes really... Because I think there was an axe in the Godzilla head. You know, like if they cut his head off and but the axe was lodged in the skull of a dead Godzilla which is another interesting little wrinkle you know to this now I'm losing my train of thought here but anyways so they, they get the axe and basically Godzilla becomes self-aware of that like where Kong's out and he blasts his way to the hollow earth right in the middle of Hong Kong The people that set this whole plan in motion, this Apex company, finds the power source that powers basically Godzilla and the Hollow Earth. Basically, it's a it's a planet power. It's what it is, and they copy it's. I don't know what they do. They just like I guess they break down the the molecules of it. And they send it. I don't know how they're sending these signals to anywhere, but they send in these signals, and it goes back up. And then they downloaded it and recreate the power for Mechagodzilla, and he becomes active. At this point, Kong goes up out of the Hollow Earth up to Hong Kong, and he tussles with 
Godzilla for the second time. Now, in the second time, he's got an axe and it's on land. And pretty much, I thought that round again went to Kong. See, I got it 2-0 Kong here at this point. Then I think a lot of people were saying it was 3-1. I, I was hearing some shit online. And I was like, uh, I thought Kong, for the most part, took it to Godzilla. Like, the fact that he was, he was so far at a disadvantage being in water that, I mean, the fact that he even got even any hits in Godzilla is surprising. So, but this in round two on land. With an axe. Uh, he really took it to Godzilla. Like, Godzilla, the only answer Godzilla had was to shoot his atomic breath. Now, that whole scene, that whole scene when they're fighting, that shit's dope. Because, they, again, they he puts the axe down Godzilla's throat like, like they did with the tree. Uh, that, another nod. Basically... Uh, you've seen when Kong is flying through the air with the axe and he hits Godzilla in the head and he effectively knocks him out for like what they make it seem like 10 15 minutes or whatever maybe even less at which point the story flips back over to what's going on with Mechagodzilla Mechagodzilla is now like online he's powered up he's they're ready to go and they essentially fire him up. And at which point... They find out... You find out that... They use Ghidorah's head... That was chopped off... In part... Two... Or uh, King of the Monsters. And... You find out that... They somehow tapped in there. And I think... I, I, you see, I don't know... I, I'm assuming that the... The reasoning for it was because... Just like in Pacific Rim, that... In order to move that big of a body, you need... You need some sort of a brain. A supercomputer, essentially. And they tap into Ghidorah's head using it as a supercomputer because he... Was in control of three heads, wings, flying legs, weaponry, and all. So I think I guess they made that. You can make that connection, and I think that connection is made also in Pacific Rim. There's some sort of a neural handshake, and I'm assuming that's the same concept that was going on. And it actually makes a lot of sense if you actually sit down and think about it. Like, especially since us as humans, I mean, we can move our two limbs, but could you imagine shooting? rockets out of your back and tar and having a targeting system in your head and then having a tail a breath and and maneuvering i would say on the millions of hydraulics per second you know so i kind of get it I, I i do get it so but there you got to put that you got to put that a little bit to the side because they, they just had to throw that in. And I think they, they had to throw that in there. Because it was not going to make any sense. But anyways. Uh, Mechagodzilla is active. He fucks up the Apex leader. And I think. You know. I seen that coming. I mean. At that point. I knew that guy. The main leader of Apex was going to go bye bye at some point. Now once. they He gets fucked up. It cuts back to Godzilla versus Kong for round three. At which point the tussle, they fight again. Again, Godzilla is not smart. He falls for Kong's little trap. Again, another little nod to what's going on. See, Godzilla did that to him in the original Kong vs. Godzilla. Godzilla was throwing rocks at Kong. And Kong was pretending to be dead. Only to get up and fight Godzilla. And Godzilla not know what was going on. So they had that, he, Kong had that, um, going from, he knew that, he knew Godzilla wasn't smart, he, Godzilla took the bait at the fake noise, and he jumped on his back, rams his head through a, a skyscraper, and then 
he essentially whips on him again, except for the fact that I'm not sure how Kong's arm got dislocated. But once his arm was dislocated, I mean, he was pretty much toast because he couldn't do anything. I mean, he took away one of his arms. And, I, and I'm okay with that. I'm like, okay, well, Godzilla had to win. Uh, he had to for sure get a victory because he, he was getting worked. Godzilla was getting worked the entire movie. <laughs> so you've seen it when they're roaring at each other. Um, that happens there. The main thing, the main takeaway is Kong's arm is dislocated. And it's just, you know, he couldn't defend himself at that point. Godzilla was just on a rampage. A lot going on. Anyways, so at that point, it becomes like daylight. Like, that that was, they were fighting at like 3 or 4 in the morning. And then I guess they're fighting and it's now, it's like 6 or 7 a.m. Or maybe they were fighting right at dawn, you know, it was in that time frame. Godzilla's just about to fucking dip out because, you know, Kong's defeated. And Mecha Godzilla just comes out and he's like in full force. And Godzilla, like, he just is like, fuck this. And he goes charging right in. Now, when it's Godzilla versus Mecha Godzilla, the fight again, Mecha Godzilla is whipping the shit out of Godzilla. Uh, whipping the shit out of him. So. I liked all the little features. Mechagodzilla starts off. Just he just fucking zaps the entire like what's left of the sea. He zaps the other half of it, and he sends like hundred rockets at fucking Godzilla. He just fucking peppers him with uh, with missiles, and they they collide. They run into each other. I think Godzilla went to go tackle him. But when Mechagodzilla was like, alright, he fucking put his weight into it. Like, they just kind of, like, bounced off each other. And Mechagodzilla, I guess, made the adjustment that he needed a little bit more speed. And I, I like that. See, that's that's also, when he jumps up, if you've seen the cover of, I don't know if it's Terror of Mechagodzilla... But he jumps up and he gets like a fucking Superman punch at Godzilla. This is the same thing. He jumps up and fucking cracks Godzilla using... I'm assuming he gets pumped up by his feet, but also the rockets in the back. And he fucking socks the fuck out of Godzilla. That shit is hard. That was like... There's like seven seconds in there of like pure fucking straight up... Like, this is, like, just the new version of of Mechagodzilla. Like, this is... I don't think this is the best version, but it's probably top top two. I think just the one, maybe Ki- Kiryu, is probably the best version of him still to date. But this is pretty good. And I know a lot of people were hyping up for Ready Player One, uh, which I've seen the scene. I, I never watched the movie in its entirety, but... I've seen the scene of Ready Player One. And that was a good... Actually, that was a good design. But it was a little bit more... Like... I, I don't think it was as good as it could have been. And... But this is a good... Is Like I said, it's a great design. Uh, I like how his back... His spikes were on his back. It made a lot of sense. It was... Mecha- he looked a little mechanical. But it made a lot of sense. You know... Maybe not the rockets, maybe not the laser eyes, but he definitely had the breath. I thought that was fine. And I mean it all it all added up. It all added up to a good fight there. Now the fight kind of turns on its head when they resurrect Kong because he was like not only was he beat, but I think he was dying a little bit. So they, they jump his heart and then he goes in and he sees Mecha Godzilla working Godzilla and they the girl that can sign language to him I think is gonna play a, a huge role going forward. Cause if they make more movies, uh she's gonna be in all of them. Especially the ones where Kong's in them. So she just she just earned herself a great payday. But anyways, she basically tells Kong that 
Mega Godzilla's who's got to die, and to go fight. And he, he Kong jumps in. Kong jumps in the fight. Uh, Mega Godzilla was about Mega Godzilla was about to blow Godzilla's head off. And Kong jumps in and stops all that. At which point, Mechagodzilla starts fighting Kong, and Kong gets worked a little bit too. However, Godzilla is like, all right, well, this is what's got to be done. They do a little team-up. Not as much of a team-up as you would think, but they, they do team-up. And, again, they're about ready to fuck up. Mechagodzilla is about ready to fuck up both Kong and Godzilla again. And... They sever the computer link for just a second. Kong grabs the axe. Or I think he has the axe again. Godzilla charges the axe. And the first thing that gets lobbed off is, I think, the tail. Mechagodzilla's tail. And he gets hacked off. Both his limbs get hacked off. And and then they he end, Kong ends up cutting off Mechagodzilla's head. And... That's basically the end of... That's basically the end of the movie. Uh, There is a little bit more to that. Godzilla and Kong kind of like... They have a mutual kind of respect for each other, I guess. And they two fighters. So they leave each other. Mechagodzilla, like I said, was using Ghidorah wavelengths to try to beat him. And so that Ghidorah's head is not completely destroyed. Um, and then the, the I guess what would be the end credits is that Kong is now back. He went back to the Hollow Earth along with the humans. So I think they're going to try. I think Hollow Earth is going to turn into Monster Island. I thought that was going to be Skull Island. But Skull Island actually is Kong's home. And I think the Hollow Earth is actually going to be Monster Island, where they're going to try to put all of them eventually into to get them off the top of the world. And I think that's actually going to do a disservice because, you know, I don't know how the fuck you're going to get the Godzilla down there. And then I don't know if there's Godzilla's not down there. We're open. We're open. You open up the possibility of being fucked up. On the top surface by any other predatory space. It could be any. There's a, The possibilities are open at that point. So I think that's the little... The kind of the nugget of information you get. So where they're going that the Hollow Earth will be... More... In the... Will have more to do with the... Hold on one second. Okay, anyways, I'm back. I'm back anyways. Anyways. So, yeah, the Hollow Earth. Kong's down there, I think. They've already established that there's a lot of stuff in Middle Earth. Or Middle Earth. Hollow Earth. And I think, yeah, I think that sets up what they're gonna probably going to do is like a Monster Island. That's probably going to be the basis of it. But it's going to be like a Monster Earth. As seen as there's plenty of room down there. To yeah, harbor harbor all of them, but I don't know if they're gonna go there. Right? I, I got several vying, and now that I, I I put like I said, I put my effort into it. I I went to the actual movie theaters twice to watch the movie. I'd like to watch it again at my leisure at my own home now, and I and I probably and I'm for sure gonna buy the movie. That's not even a fucking that's not even a fucking question. But my I I've got several, if not a dozen. They left this movie. There's no cliffhanger. There's no end movie credits, which I think Marvel has been spoiling a lot of fans and a lot of moviegoers with that, and and rightfully so. They're the they can do what they want. But again, I think. And, and actually, there was movie spoilers or end movie spoilers, end credit scenes in 
I think Godzilla 2014 and and then Skull uh, Kong Skull Island and also King of the Monsters. This one didn't have one, but I think I think the last like thirty seconds that go on in the movie is actually should have been the end credits. But that should have been they should have actually did that post credits like after they got done naming the the full cast and like the directors and stuff. They should have had that playing, you know. But I'm okay with her not being, like, at the end of the credits. And I think that decision was made seeing as movie cinemas are not open. So they had to kind of bump it up. Because on digital, I mean, people are fast-forwarding the names anyways, you know. They're not even watching the names. But either way, overall, the movie... Now, like I said... I was leaning towards like an eight, maybe even, you know, like a 7.9 out of a 10 initially. But after watching it a second time and seeing all the cool shit that I think I like kind of like. But the more times you see the movie, the better you like it. And I think this is one of those movies like if I watch it another 10 times, I could pick out all the hidden details. And there's a lot of nuggets there. There's a lot of Easter eggs. I mean, there. The movie was fucking full. The mo- but all the movies are full of Easter eggs and they're full of fucking things going on. You know, there's a lot to take in on, on all three movies or actually four movies. You know, Kong, Skull Island, Godzilla, or the original uh, King of the Monsters, and this one. There's because there's so much. That Toho has put out over the years. There's just so much. This is just like Toho and Godzilla, and you know the different fights and the different things. Even though they kind of basically, you know, they never established. I thought any any other. Well, actually, they did. You know, Ghidorah and and several other monsters that they got, but they they got just as much. Rich history as you know Marvel does with all their characters. Now I don't think they have as I don't think Toho has that many as many characters, but I think they still have plenty to to offer. And this is why this movie I think the Hollow Earth opening leads up. I think it's going to lead up to what's eventually going to be you know destroy all monsters affairs or. But I don't think Godzilla's going to destroy all monsters. He destroyed some already. But I think it's going to be more like a monster island. And I think it's going to be more like... I think we might get a space Godzilla. Because there's... There's a lot of stuff going on. In the movie. There's a lot... Like I said, there's a lot of Easter eggs. But one thing sticks out... One thing actually sticks out more... Than anything... Is the fact that they're in Middle Earth. There is an energy... There's a decapitated Godzilla skull there, you know, and and I and I think basically they're gonna that's gonna turn into the Monster Island. I think if anybody knows Monster Island, that's where every single fucking monster was at one point. So and I think that's where they're going. And but I kind of I kind of am left with the fact that. If everybody and they get all the monsters down there, who's left to protect the top from, let's say, another Ghidorah, which Ghidorah is actually from space and he has come from space several times. Gigan is from space. Space Godzilla is from space. Orga it's either Orga or Ogre. I'm not afraid for 100% is from space. Uh, there's plenty of fucking villainous motherfuckers from space. And actually, they kind of dropped the nugget of something going on in Roswell that I'm assuming has to do with Monarch. Because why the fuck else would they have said that? And it's some sort of an incident happening in Roswell. 
Which would lead me to believe that it's probably one of those motherfuckers is coming. And it could be any four. And if Ghidorah is left unchecked on Earth, you know, he could possibly wipe out. I mean, there's, there's so many things. And then you also got... Destroy is still a high possibility of any future installment because of the oxygen... Destroyer being used. You know, I think you're going to get an Anguirus sighting soon. Uh, there's there's so there's so much I could go on in the Hollow Earth because as it is, they just barely even. They just barely even. I mean, it's basically Skull Island but bigger. But they barely even grazed. They barely even. They barely even fucking did a little. Did a little fucking little. Like, you can just barely smell the food, but you know there's a whole fucking plate, a whole Thanksgiving feast going on in there. So, that's what I kind of think is going on. I think I think there's going to be, Monster Island will be set up. I think you're going to get, you know, Kamonga, and all of them are going to come along. And I, and I hope, I hope the movie, again, I, I know that the movie did well. It's doing well. It's trending on Twitter. It's it's doing it's doing what it's doing. And you know it's doing what it's doing and it's doing it, you know, hopefully well enough to get another one of these in, man. I mean, and it's another one or two movies. I I would be happy the way these these ended if if I would never see another Kaiju movie again, like, and I kind of feel like that's you always under that gun. Like, if the movie flops, if you get a Fantastic Four and you know, or you get like a, the Amazing Spider Man and it's just it's just not good. And, and I always, you know, I kind of hold my breath because when they did Godzilla back in the day, I really loved it, and everybody, everybody. Hates that fucking Godzilla movie. Up and down. Hollywood hated it. Toho hated it. Fucking I think. Roland Emmerich eventually ends up hating it. <laughs> and. And actually you know. I mean like. Going back to the. I mean I don't really hate the movie. I actually like the movie. Is it a different designer Godzilla? Yes. Did they try to go. Over the moon with it? Yes. Was it. A little bit corny and cheesy, yes. Did it did it have its major flaws? Of course, but so does every Godzilla movie, more or less. I mean, the only one that really actually kind of grounded it in reality and had a actually like a possible explanation was only the Godzilla two thousand fourteen. It may be the initial Godzilla movie, you know, fifty four. You know. And 54 made a lot of sense because they threw off a nuke. You know, nobody knew what was going to happen. And radiation was still a fucking thing, like, mutating. And, I mean, it was, that was a possibility as well. And so it was this Godzilla 2014 that was like, well, you know, the bar was raised, you know. He always existed, but he was awoken. And anyways, what I'm trying to get at here is... You know, you hope the movie does well enough to to get another one. I hope this movie does well enough to get another one. Would I be satisfied with what I've seen so far? Of course. I think, you know, Godzilla vs. Kong, The Clash, had been, people had been waiting for that for decades. Finally got it. You know, and and I think we also got to see Mechagodzilla. That was kind of cool. We've got to see Ghidorah. Mothra, Rodan, you know, you got to see these Mutos and, and, and other Titans, you know, come up and do their thing. And now, I mean, Toho still's got, they still got, they still got, I think, Anguirus is probably one, but he's probably more of a side character. You know, I think you've got Destroyer. 
Space Godzilla, Gigan, a Mecha Ghidorah, if that's, but I don't know if that's possible. Or Mecha Ghidorah. Um, you've got, I'm trying to think here. I mean, you've got several. You've got several options to to go to. I mean, it's like I said, Biolante. I think Biolante is another good one. You've got. Hmm. I think for the main one, those are the main ones that they're pretty much Gigan. Another version of Ghidorah, Destroya, Space Godzilla is one of my more favorite ones. Um, Anguirus, you've got Biolante. I mean, those are pretty much, I think, where they could go with the story. The more the the two heavyweights, even of that bunch, or there's actually three. The trio. Is Space Godzilla, Destroya, and Gigan. Those are the three. Like, if they make an, if they only make one more movie, I would hope that it would be one of those three chosen. And I hope like that shit would just rock. But they, you know, they got there's so many places they go, and that and that's why I think this Hollow Word thing is gonna make a lot of sense because I think they're gonna set up. I think they already set up the major villain. I think the major villain is probably going to be Destroyer. Because they already set off the Oxygen Destroyer and because the Hollow Earth can probably... Either will leave the Earth up top defenseless or they'll be able to wrestle up every single monster that's down there that Kong can lead perhaps. To help Godzilla fight, what do what needs to be done? You know, fight fucking destroyer or fight space Godzilla. I did that. That's how it's gonna play out. I, I thought Gigan was a possibility since ages ago, but I don't. He's so far fetched as well, like design wise, that is it's almost gonna be hard to pull off. But then again, it's not. But it might be. And it, it's just, it's just. There's all, there's all kinds of. I got theories for days. I think Ghidorah is still possible to resurrect. They have his skull. I'm pretty sure if he was into the AI, into AI and computer, I'm pretty sure he can manufacture himself his own body again, and have it be, have and have himself being completely mechanized. I also think something's going on with Roswell. You know, you don't drop that if there's not something going on there. So, yeah. So, but after seeing the movie a second time, after all of that, after everything I just explained, I had to say probably like eight and a half. If we're being fair, the story didn't make too much sense, but I give it an eight and a half. I wouldn't give it a quite nine because the story could have been a little bit better and it would have been a flawless movie had I predicted it the way it was going to go down. I thought Mechagodzilla was going to come out of this unscathed. And for all intents and purposes, he should have. I don't... Outside of the fact that he became evil, you know, because the link was broken between Ghidorah and Sarazawa. I think Mechagodzilla's body can be rebuilt again and used again without Ghidorah's interface. And I actually think that's po- that's po- also a possibility that Mechagodzilla is brought back to life cuz I I would be hard-pressed to believe if Godzilla was alive and we had no de- we would have no defenses against it, like nothing worked. And then all of a sudden, you see that fight, and you see it did work, and should have worked. You'd be hard pressed for me to believe that they just scrapped that idea like all the way to zero. 
So, but maybe Pacific Rim crosses over. Maybe they build Jaegers free of, you know, free of that, you know, that constraint of, okay, we needed Ghidorah's head. And we know, now we know we need two or three pilots to pilot a fucking thing. Also, Hollow Earth is basically the rift. It's basically... So I'm almost assuming that they could possibly... The, the Hollow Earth could be one rift. The other one could be a rift to a whole other planet. So we may it may cross over. There's... Like I said, that's... That's why another this one of this... Pacific Rim, it kind of made a lot of sense in this movie. Like... The rift that was in the Pacific... Pacific Rim, whatever. The rift, or the breach, whatever they called it. That existed, and that's how those... You know, the kaiju, you know, the level threes and all that were coming through the rift. It's basically the same logic that the hollow earth, I'm assuming. So that's, again, that's I said, it was kind of a nod to Pacific Rim as well. Um, and I kind of think that that's also a possibility. So, with all of that said, you know, I think there's still plenty. The book is wide open for possibilities. I hope the movie does well enough so that way we can get another one. As I'm getting sleepier and sleepy here, you know, I'm going to talk about this movie more and probably again, maybe maybe in another week after I figure out if everybody's the temperature. But I kind of I kind of think that Kong's for sure going to get another movie. Free of Godzilla, yes. But Kong probably get his own Hollow Earth. I would like to see this war of the Godzillas versus Kongs. I would also like to see, you know, some shit go down. You know, involving a true a true villain to the franchise. Somebody that Godzilla cannot be, nor Kong can be, nor anybody can be, really. You know... Everybody's setting up their verses and everybody's setting up their their cinematic, you know, experiences, their stories. It's like playing out like regular TV, their episodes. And I think Legendary has their baby. They have it. I mean, right now it's just getting good. It's just I think they I think I, I think twenty fourteen was a really good start starting point. Because to me, I've watched that movie like 30 or 40 or 50 times. It's a really good movie. Like, it fucking... They showed guys, they showed all his strengths and power and, you know, and it was done well. The story was well. Led to King of the Monsters. King of the Monsters, again, another fantastic entry in the, in the book. Uh, story was a little bit subpar, but... The movie itself was good, and I was been a fan ever since. You know, I was gonna like that movie no matter what. And then you know we got Godzilla versus Kong, and I think in, in Kong Skull Island was another good movie too. I mean, it was those movies are good. So I think Legendary, I think they're safe to branch out a little bit free of Godzilla, which I hope they bring him back for more movies. But they're okay to. To branch, I think Kong gonna get another movie or two before Godzilla is like, where's Godzilla? You know, you know, or I, I would like to see Godzilla again, but I would like to see also what Kong's doing down there in the Hollow Earth, and I think that's where they're going. Obviously, he's down there with humans. They're monitoring some shit. Maybe there's some shit down there that nobody knows about. Like some fucking ultimate villain is down there waiting. Maybe, you know, I don't know who could, maybe the aliens are down. Maybe Space Godzilla is down there. You never know how these things shake out. But I, for one, I love the movie and I wanted to talk talk about it before my week got started here. And I might probably post this up tomorrow or the next day. But as far as I'm concerned, I mean, if you have a few bucks, go watch it in, in a theater. It's a fantastic movie. I liked it. I think most kids like it. I think a lot. I think a lot of people liked it. Uh, 
two two great fucking um, movie characters, Cog and Godzilla, met squared up again. Like finally, it's about it's about goddamn time. Um, and it was not disappointing. I got Kong. Kong clearly won two to one. I mean, if you're clear, if you didn't see, you clearly were not paying attention or hyping up one more. But Kong won. Maybe even the first one was a draw. But Kong won the second round, and then he pretty much won the third round. Aside from his dislocated shoulder, and he couldn't do anything at that point. Uh, so you got a clear. You got some clear winners, clear losers, and yeah, that's it. That's it, man. I mean, like I said, I love the movie. I think we're gonna get some more space. I think they're at liberty to do whatever the fuck they want now with that because they left the door wide, like I said, wide the fuck open. There's so many possibilities. There's so many villains out there still. Destroyer is the main one. I know a lot of people are hype about Destroyer. I'm not sold on Destroyer being the mainest villain. Uh, I think that comes that stems more from like the comic books and different things. Uh, but when they went into the big big picture, it wasn't done right. Uh, Godzilla had basically had to sacrifice himself to kill Destroyer, but it's whatever. Uh, I think Space Godzilla is also a massive villain. I think Gigan is still like Gigan is another popular one. Um, but we'll see. We'll see how this shakes out. I hope everybody, you know. Goes and watches, and I hope HBO Max money's makes it. And I hope it grosses a lot. I mean, I went to go see it twice again. I hear it's doing well. I hear it's doing a little bit better than King of the Monsters. And I'm just hoping that when people go and watch this movie, they enjoy it and watch it twice, and we get another one. It's a lot of faith. I gotta have a lot of faith in fucking my fellow moviegoers and fucking movie buffs to just watch it and and not fucking throw it away after this this time. They gotta watch it a couple times, <laughs> but anyways, that's it for this. I'm about to call it. It. I'll call it. Uh, I'll see you guys next week. All right, I'm out.